Welcome to All the Social Ladies, a podcast bringing you candid conversations with the boldest women in digital marketing. I'm Carrie Kirpin, CEO of Likeable Media, and let's get into the show. You guys, I'm so excited. One of my favorite brands is on the show today. I am a Keds devotee, and I am thrilled to be talking with their president, Jillian Mead. One of the things that I love about Keds and about Jillian in particular is they don't just talk the talk, they really walk the walk. Their new Ladies First campaign is not only great as a marketing campaign, but they truly live up to that mission with a female leadership team and a lot of great thoughts on changing content at the speed of light and how Keds has had to adapt to that over time. Take a listen, it's pretty great. Welcome Jillian to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. It's an honor. I'm so happy to have you. And you know, I'm a big fan of Keds. I've been wearing them forever. And I'm just so happy to have you on today. Yay, cool. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so before we get started, let's talk about the three moments that you really feel have defined your career getting to where you are today. Oh, it's such a good question, right? It, it causes a lot of reflection in your life when you're, when you're asked that question. But I've got a couple in mind. The first job I took actually in college when I, you know, like most college kids needed a little money to fund my tuition and fund my living expenses. Yeah. I took a job in hospitality of all things. And I sort of view this as a defining moment in my career because leading up to that time, you know, through my teenage years, I was kind of an introvert. I was wearing kids at the time. But I was kind of a quiet, introvert, studious young lady. And getting into the hospitality business really kind of forced me to engage with consumers for the first time. You know, people who were coming to stay at a hotel and people who were looking for something out of that weekend experience. And so it really put me on the front lines in that space and taught me how to deal with people right in the moment. On top of, you know, teaching me how to think about, you know, a consumer need and solving for that, which, you know, is sort of the journey of my 20 plus years in product creation and footwear that was the beginning of it. It's, uh, it's so interesting. I always say people should start their careers working either hospitality, retail, any kind of customer service, because there's nothing that teaches you about people faster than that. Yeah, I think I was always taught that plus, you know, spend a little time selling something at some point because yes. for your whole life, you're always advocating and selling something, whether it's an idea to your family or a business proposition to the CEO of your company. It's, it's all sort of interrelated. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Second moment. I'm ready. All right. Second moment. I would go with, you know, I've been in footwear product creation for 20 years. It's been an amazing ride. I've been with four incredible brands that everybody in, in the in the landscape of footwear is aware of. But one of the one of the marquee moments for me, I was working for Stride Right, which it was is was the preeminent footwear choice for kids. Yeah. This is about five, six years ago. And we were making a real strategic shift in the US for the business in total. It was a very brick and mortar driven business and we were kind of moving with the pace of change that retail was moving with and learning how to, to sell kids product online and watching some of our, my, our business migrate there. So it was a real 
defining moment for me because I was at this time the head of product for Strayrite, but I also was then leading marketing as well. It was my first management of the marketing group. And so putting those two elements together for me, the creation of the product and then the ultimate creation of the go-to-market storytelling were, was a defining moment and I think has a lot to do with how I was able to land at KEDS as the holistic leader of the business you know, several years later. Because it exposed you to a whole other side of the business. It's really fantastic. Yeah, it exposed you to the other side of the business. And at the same time, we were going through growing pains, right? And I think right. when you look at the landscape of consumer products today, but certainly in the footwear space, you know, there's a lot of disruption happening, which is exciting for our industry, but also, you know, that was my first real tour through a major strategic shift in the business going from brick and mortar to a more digital space. Okay, awesome. I have more questions about that later, but not before I hear about your third moment. You have to tell me your third moment. All right. Number three has to be, it might sound self-serving, but number three has to be joining Keds. In 2016, I was presented with the opportunity of joining this brand right as it turned 100, which we'll probably talk about a little bit. An amazing moment to join a, a very iconic brand at a time that they slash we now were repositioning around our history and women's and women's footwear. And I think for me, that really is uh, to date, I hope there will be more defining moments, but to date, <laughs> the number three moment is kind of joining this team and having the opportunity to really lead us um, into the future beyond turning a hundred. And stepping into that kind of leadership position during a time where retail brands are really changing. I mean, you've, you've spent the vast majority of your career working with these retail brands in the footwear space. How have you seen the space evolve over the past few years, particularly in respect to marketing? And, and this is even like post Strider, post the shift to digital, it's all still changing so rapidly. What changes are you seeing? I think the changes that are that are you know first and foremost or in the front are the need for brands to really be able to communicate their meaning. You know, when you talk to consumers today, it's, this is not to diminish consumers historically, but when you talk to consumers today, they're really looking for you know meaning in their brands and how we connect that with the consumer in tangible and intangible ways in order to be successful is really important. You know, consumers are smarter than ever. They have more data, more information at their fingertips, and they're consuming content so quickly that it's causing all of us to get out in front of that. And we have to be able to meet them, their needs on every level, and in our case, provide them the product that she wants, needs, and the storytelling and values that we know she cares about. Um, so I think for me, you know, in summary, really the, the biggest things I'm seeing are the need to have deep meaning for consumers. So connecting yes. that with your consumer and the speed at which we're all being, you know, pushed to react. Yes. And I think, I think one of the big differences is that in the old days, consumers didn't really have the ability or or mechanism to be able to talk back. Like as you're creating content and as you're doing all of this, you would get reactions uh, and ultimately you'd see them in sales. But here, every time you put out any piece of content, you kind of know pretty quickly how well it resonates and, and how well it works. And so I think that that's also allows the consumer to help have a hand in the conversations that you're having. I certainly see that with how current your latest campaign is and how how re how truly responsive it is to the world that's been changing and especially for women and 
yet maintaining that sort of same feel that your 100-year heritage has had. It's really cool. Thank you. I think for us, you know, it has been, or for me and for us, that idea of having this history but needing to make it modern is sort of the the challenge and the opportunity. It's such an honor to work for a brand that is literally part of the fabric, particularly of the American consumer, but yeah. it's also the challenge that you have to be new and innovative. You know, the stakes are almost higher, like the expectations of the modern or millennial consumer are, you know, even higher than they were historically. Wonderful. So first give me, just give me an overview of what the Ladies First campaign is, because that's really what I think we should talk about today. It's a really great campaign. Yeah, thank you. It's, it's exciting. So, you know, Ladies First is our tagline. It's our platform. This is the, the mantra that, and the platform that we rallied around starting in 2016 when we, when we turned 100. But what's really interesting about today, which, you know, only a few short years later, the world is even, you know, more ready and more um, willing to listen and have these conversations. Today for us, being a lady has so much less to do with that original dictionary definition or the thing that you might think of in your mind about being dainty and delicate or being refined, polite, well-spoken. That's actually what our brand video says, right? Right. It's not about that. It's the modern interpretation of that is being part of the conversation, right? Willing to take your voice and use it for positive change, to be a role model, both in your professional life, but more importantly, in, you know, in the personal life and the world around you. So in this campaign, we're really nodding to our history, right? This platform, this idea that we belong there because from the very beginning, this brand thought about women, but also recognizing that today, it's a lot more nuanced than maybe it was historically. And so we're setting out as we begin this journey of this new campaign to rewrite that explanation of what it means to be a lady. You know, we're so excited to be and honored to be a part of this female empowerment conversation that's taking place globally. But we really also feel, you know, that it's our duty to help rewrite it for the future. And so our campaign video actually, you know, puts that original definition out there and then kind of, you know, tongue-in-cheek, walks on it a little bit, and then illustrates what we think it looks like today to be a lady. One of the things that I loved was uh, your collaboration with some entrepreneurs and some influencers and ways that you've really tied and deepened this campaign. Tell me a little bit about that and also how else you really look at connecting with today's digitally native consumers. Right. So a couple of good questions in there. I mean, I think first and foremost, you know, again, when you rely on this history or you have this authenticity in, in the female empowerment landscape, it's really important that we walk that walk and talk that talk, right? So everything we do, we're thinking about how does that ladder up to female empowerment? So when it comes to everything from you know, how we build our teams and the things that are important to us to who we choose to partner with or, you know, whether we're employing an all-female crew to help us create our brand campaign. When we think about who we partner with, we've really found, you know, amazing success in working with like-minded women who have their own businesses. It could be a fashion business. It could be, you know, a lifestyle brand. It could be an artist. You know, we've kind of tested and tried a lot of different things. And our consumers love that element of discovery when two brands that 
have similar thinking, maybe differentiating products come together to make something out of that. So we just did a collaboration with a graphic designer by the name of Ellen Van Dusen, you know, a small collaboration for us, but she's well known in the New York area and she just has a great both aesthetic to her that matches Ted's, but also, you know, the things that she's thinking about as she designs her graphics were really important to us. We also work with bigger brands, examples of which are Kate Sprade, New York and Rifle Paper Company. Same idea though, right? Female founders, iconic people who, you know, believe in making great products and solving everyday problems for their consumers, predominantly women, but that also, you know, when we come together, we make, you know, we're introducing ourselves to each other in such meaningful ways. We found that that's really, really been successful for us, for both brands, quite frankly. And the shoes are gorgeous. Um, I mean, I love my, I have my rifle paper, <laughs> orange shoes with floral print that were my, I saw them in the window and I was like, I must own these. And I, you know, obsessed with them. So they are really, really wonderful. And I, I love the all goal, the stuff. Right? Like, like that what's that? Yeah, they're gorgeous. I love them. So just talking for a minute about female empowerment. So this is a big trend right now, right? It's it's all in to be focused on women and and their leadership, their empowerment, all of it. I mean, we this podcast is about it. There's hundreds and hundreds of things out there about it. How do brands avoid just jumping on that bandwagon and making it really meaningful. Because to me, the Keds promotion feels true to the brand and organic and real. And many times I feel like brands are just checking a box for, okay, we did the focus on women. We looked to empower them. We did a good tagline. How do we make it really true and real? Good question. And, you know, obviously something that we're all looking at given, you know, the the sort of cultural influences that we're all experiencing today. I mean, I think at a high level, what we're excited about is that female empowerment is a truly global conversation. You know, maybe even a few years ago, it was less about, you know, a total global influence. But I think what we've seen as a brand, because we have a global business, is we've seen that this resonates in a lot of different places in the world. So that's exciting. I think for us, you know, we are really using history as our as a way to get into this game in an authentic way or to be in this game and this conversation in an authentic way. But I think, you know, we can always do better and the consumer will tell you that. You know, you sort of mentioned it earlier when you, we were talking about the pace and speed of content and how you, as you create content and you put it out there, the consumer is reacting and that allows you to adjust, you know, quite quickly. The same goes for when you're putting your messaging out there and when you're engaging in these conversations is that she will know if you're not truly authentic about it. And we've tried lots of different ways to be in the in the conversation. And I think what we're finding now is that by focusing and targeting our conversations, our activations and our experiences with a smaller group of you know women who will then go share those great stories, those incredible experiences they had with our brand with their influencing friends, right? Like they're all influencing each other. It becomes, as you say, more organic and in that way, more authentic. I think we've also really tried hard to build an organization that understands that. And we've tried to source, we've talked already about our collaborators. And I think I briefly mentioned, you know, supporting partners that are, that are female or support, you know, women owned businesses. Our most recent set of activations, we worked just last week on international women's day celebrations with the wing, right? An amazing organization that's kind of come up around the idea of women wanting a place that they can come together, make each other better, 
have those great conversations and again, you know, move the conversation forward. And I think, you know, I said to the team at the wing just last week after our experience, it was really for me in my short tenure here, one of the most authentic experiences for a brand that I've ever been a part of. There was literally raw emotion over the subject. It was about finding your voice. It wasn't like it was a sponsored event at all, which I think that's the formula, you know, and how how many times and how many ways can you hit on that? You know, so we are going to continue to challenge ourselves as we move forward to look at fresh ways to participate. I don't think we can continue to do the same things on repeat. I think the customer, not only will they get bored, but more importantly than just sort of keeping them entertained, it's letting them know that you are thinking about what's next. Again, we talked about it a couple of times. They're moving so quickly. They are consuming so much content that they're looking for you as a brand or you as a provider to continue to inspire them and help them get better. So 2020 is a major year, right? I mean, I think as a Uh marketer, round years always feel great as do anniversaries. (laughs) So we've had the anniversary. Now we have a round year coming up. And, you know, it's not lost on Kez and a whole host of companies that 2020, particularly in the U.S., will be a big year politically. It's just going to be a big deal. And there's a, you know, we, we want to inspire people to get involved and to get involved in the conversation. Because if you can't have the conversation, you can't move forward, you know, you can't make progress. So absolutely, absolutely. Hmm. I think, you know, one of my favorite quotes that I think about as a, as a business owner, as a marketer, in all things really is a lot of times, what got you there won't get you here. You know, it's like you have to, you have to evolve, you can't do the same thing over and over. And I, I think you're right, that tapping in and finding new and interesting ways that that feel true that are like with the wing promotion you talked about, it's less about necessarily a true sponsorship and more about really connecting with the audience that matters. And I I hear that. And I I think that that's exactly right. I love that quote, by the way, I think it's so true. You know, it's hard You You have have to reinvent the game. Yep. Yep. I say it all the time to my team and they get really annoyed at me. I'm like, well, that's nice. I might steal that one from you. Yep. Good. Watch their faces and then be like, I just like to thank Carrie Kirpin for that quote. <laughs> I get mad at you. Sorry. <laughs> Apologize to them for me. But I do think one of the other things that I love that helps you be authentic, this, you know, is truly that you walk the walk internally too, that you have this female leadership team and that you have, you know, really all of that to me speaks to how you make it authentic. And it's just, it's really wonderful. I love watching what you're doing. And now I'm going to take you on into my lightning round while I'll ask you three questions that just whatever comes to your head, you just spit it out and here we go because people want to know. Okay. Are you ready? You ready? (laughs) I'm ready. Ready. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. What female figure in history do you most admire? Any historical figure in, in history and has to be a female. All right, I'm going recent, fairly recent history. I admire Billie Jean King, huge sports oh, fanatic, was a big tennis player. I think she did amazing and still does amazing things. What is one piece of advice you would tell your younger self? Oh, take more risks. Take more risks. Okay. And Jillian, last question. What does success mean to you? What is the definition of success? Success for me is really when people are operating at their best. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome answers. Jillian, it was so great to have you on the show today. Everyone check out the Ladies First campaign. It is awesome. And thank you. You are one fabulous social lady. Thank you, Carrie. This was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. That was all the social ladies. 
Don't miss new episodes every week. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And if you like what you heard, please rate and review the show. I'm Carrie Kirpin, CEO of Likeable Media and author of Work It, Secrets for Success from the Boldest Women in Business. Follow me, at Carrie Kirpin, everywhere. And for more social smarts, be sure to follow Likeable, at Likeable Media. Thanks for listening. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.